Welcome to Understand Murdoch, a podcast from The Post and Courier, South Carolina's largest newspaper. Our award-winning reporters have spent more than a year digging into the Murdoch saga to bring you the latest news and in-depth analysis as we covered the story of drugs, deceit, and death in South Carolina's rural low country. And now we're here to provide quick daily updates on Alec Murdoch's highly anticipated double murder trial in Colleton County. Hello, welcome to Understand Murdoch. My name's Nathan Stevens, one of your hosts. I'm also here with Jocelyn Greshik. Jocelyn, today was mostly taken up by testimony from a single witness. Jurors finally heard from the lead agent with the state law enforcement division who investigated these killings. Yeah, that's right. Okay, let's break down his testimony. How did it begin? So prosecutor John Metters questioned SLED agent David Owen today. And he really cut right to the chase by asking Agent Owen to describe the moment he arrived at the crime scene and what he observed. What time did Agent Owen get there? So he was coming from Charleston, which is where he lives. And remember, SLED agents were not the first law enforcement officers on scene. That was Colleton County Sheriff's deputies. So by the time Agent Owen arrived, it was probably close to midnight. And deputies at the scene briefed him on, you know, the scene and he saw Alec standing with some of his family members and law partners who'd already arrived to be there with him. And did Agent Owen interview Alec? He did. So that was his next step. And jurors already saw video footage of this entire interview, which took place in Agent Owen's car at Moselle. And he testified that he didn't notice anything unusual about Alec's appearance that night, you know, no blood or anything on his clothes. And This is consistent with testimony that we've heard from other witnesses who have also said Alec appeared clean. Okay, so what did Agent Owen do after the interview? He went up to the main house at Moselle to collect the clothing Alec was wearing. And I know we've heard a lot about outfit changes throughout this trial. Can you remind us what he was wearing at the crime scene? Yeah, so Alec was wearing a white t-shirt, green cargo shorts, and red and yellow sneakers. Okay. Did Agent Owen do anything else at the scene? Yeah, he said he interviewed Nolan Tootin, who was one of Paul's best friends. And he also interviewed C.B. Rowe, who was the Murdoch's farmhand. And Alec had mentioned Rowe in his interview with Agent Owen earlier, saying that Rowe had been off work that day. Um, So after these interviews and, you know, walking around the scene and in the main house, Agent Owen said he didn't leave Moselle until probably 8.30 the morning after the killings. Wow, bet he was tired. Did he go back to Charleston? No. So he stayed in Walterboro, actually, and met with other law enforcement officers to discuss immediate next steps in their investigation. He sent officers out to canvas the area around Moselle and asked neighbors if they had had any video surveillance or, you know, any issues with burglaries in the area. Basically, just anything that might help him develop a lead. And Owen also learned at some point that morning, another SLED agent had interviewed Paul's friend, Rogan Gibson. Haven't jurors already heard from him? Yeah, he testified a while back. He spoke with Paul on the phone minutes before authorities believed Paul was shot. And Rogan had told SLED agents that he thought he could hear Alec and Maggie in the background of that call as well. And this would have contradicted what Alec had already told investigators in that first interview, right? That he didn't go down to the kennels after dinner until discovering Maggie and Paul's bodies. Yep, that's exactly right. And Alec repeated this again in the interview he had with Agent Owen on June 10th. 
Okay. And how did Owen's investigation progress after that? So he explained that he continued chasing down leads, interviewing those close to the Murdoch family and collecting evidence like taking DNA swabs from several people who were connected with that 2019 fatal boat crash in which Paul had been criminally charged. Alec had mentioned the boat crash as a possible motive for the killings, right? Yeah, that's right. So was Agent Owen looking at people connected to the boat crash as suspects? Well, Agent Owen explained how he creates this investigative circle after any homicide. And this circle includes people connected to the victims or to the crime scene. So he said Alec was automatically put in the circle because of his relationship with Maggie and Paul and him being the one to discover their bodies. And with the boat crash, you know, being such a big event for the family and Paul apparently receiving threats over it, Agent Owen was also interested in looking at people who might have been connected to that. And so, you know, once he collects all these names in that investigative circle, he begins using evidence to rule them out or, I guess, keep them in. Okay, that makes sense. Did Agent Owen speak with Alec again after the June 10th interview? Yes. So he said they called and texted a few times in the following weeks. And on July 28th, Alec had contacted him to see if he could come get some stuff from his car, which deputies still had custody over. And I guess Alec also mentioned he wanted to ask Agent Owen a few questions about, you know, investigators' progress with the case. And Agent Owen said, well, that's great because he had some questions he needed to ask Alec too. So did they meet again? Yep, they did. Alec was about to go on vacation. So when he got back into town, he called Agent Owen and they set up an interview for August 11th. So this would be the third official interview between Alec and SLED agents, correct? Exactly. And had jurors heard anything about this interview yet? No, they hadn't. And Metters, the prosecutor, played it for them in court today. Was anyone at that interview beside Alec and Agent Owen? Yeah, another SLED agent. And then Corey Fleming, who's one of Alec's very close friends and an attorney as well. Okay, wait. Didn't Corey Fleming get charged in connection with Murdaugh's various financial crimes? Yeah, he's currently facing more than 20 state charges for helping Alec defraud insurance companies and the estate of Alec's housekeeper out of a multi-million dollar payout after she fell at Moselle and died. Okay, got it. But on August 11th, 2021, at the time of this interview, he was acting as Alec's legal representation? That's right. And one of the first things Corey Fleming wanted to establish with Agent Owen was whether Alec was being questioned as a suspect or if this interview was just to further SLED's investigation. Fleming said he was under the impression that they'd voluntarily shown up that day just to get an update on the investigation. And was Alec a suspect at the time? Well, Agent Owen explained he hadn't found any evidence that could take Alec out of that investigative circle we were talking about earlier. But Alec, who, you know, is very agreeable and cooperative in this interview, says he'll answer any of Agent Owen's questions. Okay, I know this interview was really lengthy, but can you give us some highlights or did jurors learn anything new? Yeah, a couple of things. So Agent Owen was mostly concerned with the timeline Alec had provided investigators from the day and night of June 7th. He said it was inconsistent. What do you mean? Well... Alec had given some conflicting statements up to this point about when he left for work that day and when he got back to Moselle. 
and he gave different lengths of time, for instance, of when he and Paul were riding around the property after work. He also wasn't sure what time Maggie had gotten back to the house that night, and he changed the amount of time he spent at his mother's house in Almeida before coming back to Moselle and discovering their bodies. But the one thing he has been consistent with is telling investigators he never went down to the kennels after the family ate dinner together that night until, of course, he returned from Almeida. Did Agent Owen mention any of the evidence investigators had at that point, which placed Alec at Moselle that day? Yes. So at this point, Agent Owen would have known about the phone conversation with Rogan Gibson, placing Alec at the kennels minutes before Paul's cell phone stops communicating. Agent Owen had also received the Snapchat video Paul filmed of his dad when they were riding around on the farm. And this is the video where Alec is wearing different clothing, right? That's right. We heard a lot about that video the other day when Blanca Simpson testified, who's the Murdoch's former housekeeper. She said Alec was wearing different clothes in the video from the ones she saw him wear to work that morning. And then we also know that these clothes are different from the ones he was wearing at the crime scene. Was this the first time Alec had seen this video? It was the first time Agent Owen mentioned it to him, so probably. Uh, Alec said he didn't remember it being taken and that he probably changed clothes after work. Okay, wait. Didn't Blanca Simpson also testify Alec had approached her after this interview to ask about what he was wearing that day? Yeah, that's right. She had testified she felt Alec was trying to convince her he'd been wearing something else in case anyone asked. Alec also mentioned he apparently had been shown a video, so he was probably referring to this one from Snapchat. Okay, then what else? Well, Agent Owen also told Alec that investigators believed family guns were the ones used to kill Maggie and Paul, specifically the 300 blackout rifle and 12-gauge shotgun we've heard a lot about, and that these guns were missing. Paul apparently kept them in the back of his truck, which he dropped off at a mechanic the Friday before the killings. Agent Owen asked Alec in the interview where Paul might have put the guns while it was at the shop because they weren't in the truck, but Alec said he didn't know. And this interview ended in a pretty dramatic fashion, right? Yeah, it did. Agent Owen asked Alec point blank whether he killed Maggie or Paul or if he knows who did. Wow. Okay. What did Alec say? He answered no to both questions and asked the agent if he thought Alec was the killer. And what did Agent Owen say? He said he had to go with where the facts and evidence were leading him and he didn't have anything that pointed to anyone but Alec. Okay. And then defense attorneys had the chance to question Agent Owen, right? Yeah, and that got messy. What do you mean? Well, the defense team had already established through questioning some of the state's law enforcement witnesses that they think SLED didn't really do a thorough investigation. So defense attorney Jim Griffin really hammered Agent Owen on a lot of these points as he was the lead investigator who could answer to a lot of them. Can you walk us through some of those points? Sure. So Griffin establishes a few things. First, if Alec were the killer, he would have had to wash off, you know, blood, bodily fluids, and find some place to stash two murder weapons all in about an hour. And data from the Suburban he was driving shows Alec never stopped on his route to or from Moselle and Almeida that night. And if 
Investigators thought Ellick might have hid the weapon somewhere in Almeida. They didn't search the property until September 2021, months after the killings instead of that night. Investigators also found only a speck of gunshot residue in the suburban and a bit of blood on the steering wheel. They also didn't find any blood inside the main house at Moselle, prompting questions about where Ellick may have cleaned himself up if he was the killer. Griffin also brought up that Snapchat video. Investigators never asked Ellick for the shirt, pants, or shoes he was wearing in it because they were laser-focused on getting the clothes from the crime scene. And the clothing from the Snapchat video still has never been recovered. And Agent Owen didn't really have much of an explanation for most of these things. But then Griffin asked him about something even more alarming. Okay, that, that is a lot of potential issues already. But what was this next alarming question? Well, Griffin brought up the fact SLED was actively looking into whether the white t-shirt Ellick was wearing at the crime scene had any evidence of high-velocity blood spatter, which you'd expect the killer to have on their clothing after shooting someone at close range. And SLED hired an outside expert to examine the shirt, right? That's right. And again, a lot of this blood spatter stuff was the subject of a pretrial motion. Basically, the expert wrote a report saying that there was, in fact, blood spatter evidence on the t-shirt. And Agent Owen told a Colleton County grand jury this prior to Ellick's indictment for the murders. So what's the problem? Well, remember we spoke the other day about a test that SLED agent Sarah Zapata performed on the shirt? Yes, this was the hematrace test that can confirm the presence of human blood, correct? Exactly. And she testified that the shirt tested negative, which contradicts what the blood spatter expert apparently found. So did Agent Owen know about Agent Zapata's negative test result when he testified in front of the grand jury? No. He said he didn't learn about her findings until November of 2022, and that was months after Alec was indicted, which is really problematic. And Agent Owen admitted that, in light of Agent Zapata's report, what he had told the Colleton County Grand Jury wasn't correct. Okay, that cross-examination doesn't sound great for the prosecutors. Thank you so much as always, Jocelyn. Yeah, thank you. That's all we have for now. For more in-depth coverage of this trial, as well as the latest news on the Murdoch story at large, stay tuned to postandcourier.com slash Murdoch. You can find us on Twitter at Post and Courier.